Hey everyone, and welcome back to The Grit. I'm so glad you're here, and if this is your first time joining me, welcome. One thing you can count on when you join me is no sugar-coated content and heavy doses of real talk. Let's get started. Hey everyone, and today we're going to be diving into a subject that I've been working really hard on. I want to talk to you today about your inner critic. We all have that voice inside that attempts to correct, guide, and sometimes protect us. For many, though, that voice has become a toxic partner, constantly pointing out flaws, insecurities, and weaknesses, instead of being a rational, helpful, encouraging friend. Learning how to acknowledge your inner critic and identify where it comes from is important so we can tell the difference between that voice versus your voice of reason, your voice of reality, and your voice of compassion. We need to learn to recognize the voices of those who may have said negative things to us or about us, to other people, and even like directly in your face so that we can find our own voice. We can do this and we can learn to support ourselves and have compassion and know the difference between opinion, the opinion of others, perspective, and reality. This is one of the areas that I've been working on personally, and and I've been learning to unleash my own voice and learning to trust her. I've actually named her. And then learning to silence my inner critic, because at times she's a beast. So what is the inner critic? In short, the inner critic is that voice that pulls you into shame and into guilt. This is the voice that criticizes and puts pressure on you. It may be an internal dialogue or thoughts about your looks, relationship, career, financial value, physical abilities, intelligence, or your self-worth. The inner critic is typically a very judgmental character. Sometimes the voice becomes so repetitive that it is stuck in shame or insecurities, and we hear this message over and over and over, and it loves to make sure that she's heard every day sometimes loudly, but more often than not, quietly, as if she's sitting on your shoulder, tapping you and whispering in your ear. You might notice that the inner critic actually stirs up negative emotions and sometimes even physical sensations in your body, such as anxiety, disgust, grief, fear. It can even show itself in like stomach pain. These are non-rational responses to our inner critic's negative influence. And we have become so accustomed to hearing this voice that we no longer recognize its impact or feel the angst that the energy of the negative thoughts actually cause. 
we simply feel bad, but we can't pinpoint why. It's important to acknowledge the messages of the inner critic so you can have the choice and capability to work on these specific issues. Silencing the inner critic isn't about ignoring her. It actually means learning and being attentive to her and then shifting how we work with her. You need to remember you are both the problem and the solution for everything in your life. And when you anchor that one in, your inner critic has no voice because you are in control. A voice of reason and the ability to have perspective and be able to rationally critique various things in life is important. And when we have a healthy and confident sense of self and compassion for ourselves and care for all of the parts of who we are, the voice of reason and perspective shines through. When we struggle with insecurities or have been shamed most of our lives, the supportive voice is dominated by the critical voice and nothing positive comes from it. We have to consciously catch the critic and retrain the way we dialogue with ourselves. Trust me, not an easy thing to do, but it is possible, I know, firsthand. Retraining our operating system is like (laughs) working out, but with less sweat. And honey, I'm all up on that one. So What about our strengths and our weaknesses? Many adults and children try to improve the things that they're not good at. Aren't we always kind of trained that you need to get better and we need to work on our weaknesses? Well, the work of healing and acknowledgement is about accepting both our strengths and our weaknesses, focusing on the things we're good at and strengthening that muscle. Focusing on what you're good at helps make you stronger at your core, and it boosts your confidence, and it gives you a sense of surety in difficult times. And, well, it may even make an expert out of you. But if you spend all of your time and energy trying to fix or improve the things you don't normally or naturally excel in, and trust me, The inner critic will remind you of what you are not good at. You take vital energy away from your strengths, and that muscle becomes weaker. Top athletes don't win because they only focus on their shortcomings. They win because they learn to support and work on their natural abilities, and they make sure their energy is spent getting even better at what they are good at. You see, this is the difference between having a coach or a critic in our minds. You can acknowledge your critic's voice, but don't take its advice. Seek counsel from your inner coach. And if you don't have one yet, start developing one. Every time your inner critic rears its ugly head, 
you need to actually tell it to stop. And I have been (laughs) seen at times out loud just saying, stop. And then you rethink the thought, examine it. And then I challenge you to counter it with a positive thought instead. You can do that. It just takes practice. Apply your focus toward recognizing and supporting your strengths. See if you can have compassion and love for your weaknesses today. Stop beating yourself up over them, but respect and honor your humanity. If you go into your quiet place, and trust me, we all have a quiet place within, and what you know about yourself, how does that information differ from what other people have told you or what other people have said about you? Do you believe the negative things another person has said about you? When your inner critic starts talking, be like me and just do it. Just stop yourself. Say it out loud if you have to. You say stop and then you say cancel, cancel, cancel and reset your thinking. At first, you're going to think this is crazy. I'm telling you, you can silence your inner critic so fast, but it's going to definitely take practice. If you're hung up on a particular thought or a negative belief from your inner critic, there's a very simple practice you can apply. So ask yourself this question every time that voice starts. Is this true? So growing up, I want to share something with you. And and it's not easy for me to talk about. But If I'm going to talk about the inner critic, I feel like I need to talk about mine. So at some point as a young adult, I was going through some stuff and I take ownership for what I was going through. And my mom made a comment to me and I know it was made out of frustration and I know that I'm sure She didn't mean for it to land the way that it did. But all these years later, it stuck with me. And the comment was, there's always something with Jackie. Well, as life went on with me, I believed that there was always something with me. I believed that... (laughs) Problems followed me, that I created problems. I believed that situations that occurred in my life, of course they occurred because, well, there was always something with Jackie. And I know that in her heart, it just came from a place of, well, I'm sure it was just frustration at the time, but. I can tell you it stuck with me. And if you think about it, at some point in your life, someone has said something to you that stuck with you, and it has added to your inner critic, just like this one did for mine. So when I was working through 
discovering my inner critic and, and trying to silence her, this came to the surface. And I learned how to, to turn that around. I've been able to combat that statement because, yes, there is always something with me. I am fierce. I'm a great friend. I am a fantastic entrepreneur. I am driven. I am motivated. I'm funny. I like people. I like to help people. So yeah, there is always something with me. I'm pretty awesome in my own way. Do you see how I was able to turn what at one time was quite negative for me into something that was and has become quite positive? Look at the scenario from different perspectives and ask yourself, is it really true that I'm not worthy or that I will never be successful or that I'm a bad person or that I'm ugly or that I'm fat or that I'm just completely worthless? Is it Is it true? And who says that it's true? Your truth may be different from another person's truth, and that is normal and healthy. You get to say what's true and what you accept as being true. Just because someone says something doesn't make it true. That's up to you to decide. Here's a good way to begin applying perspective. Using the third-person perspective, imagine if you saw someone with a scar on their face, or maybe they had a few extra pounds. Would you judge them as harshly as you're judging yourself? Would you walk up to them and call their scar ugly? Would you go up to them and would you tell them they were fat? If you would, please shut this off. This is not the podcast for you. But I'm going to bet that you would not do that. Some of you quite possibly don't even see it. And most of us don't. We are harder on ourselves than anyone else needs to be. We are so critical of ourselves. But can you look at yourself with the same perspective or compassion? Because if you wouldn't look at somebody else and you wouldn't say those things to them, why are you saying it to yourself? Remember, As important as it is to acknowledge the voice of your inner critic, it is equally, if not more so, important to acknowledge the voice of your greatest champion and continue to work on becoming your greatest champion. Because who you think you are is how you will show up in the world. Catching the voice of the inner critic can take some effort as many of us are so used to hearing this voice all the time. I encourage you to become more conscious of the thoughts you have so you can choose how you respond and also recognize the people in your life who support you and acknowledge your true worth. There is no one who acknowledges and supports me and my true worth more than my mom. And even though 
years ago, she made that statement that I'm sure she forgot that she even said, I've been able to let that go and to now recognize that she's my biggest supporter. So I'm going to encourage you, list five thought statements that you spoke to yourself today. So these could be silent and persistent criticisms, you know, about who you are and what you're worth, that you're ugly, that you're fat, that you'll never amount to anything, you're not a good friend, you're not a good leader, you're not a good person, whatever the case may be. And these could be voices you've gotten so used to hearing from others, maybe those even closest to you, but whose message you've taken on. And you've taken that as truth. But also, you may have some positive compliments mixed in with the negative. So try to write at least five acknowledged thoughts that you have had today and note where those voices came from. Example, I'm such a failure. I'll never be good at this. I'm so fat. I'm ugly. I'm not good enough. I'm never going to get to this level. I'm never going to make it in my business. No one likes me. Or how about, I'm a really good friend. I'm a really good parent. I'm a fantastic support to my family. So think about those. The next thing I want you to do is list the top three people in your life who believed in you and made you feel special and loved. And next to their name, write something they would say or do to make you feel special. And then lastly, list three things you're great at. Anything goes. And remember, this is yours. So brag on, brothers and sisters. Let her rip. Maybe you're a great doctor, a great friend, mom, dad, coach, dancer, leader, businesswoman, entrepreneur, accountant, artist, you name it. What are you great at? Maybe you're a great listener. Maybe you're great at mowing the lawn. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but I mean, maybe you're a great gardener. List three things that you are proud of yourself for. My friends, I encourage you to be kind to yourself. And remember, who you think you are is how you will show up in the world. The world wants to see your best, confident self. And you know what? You're simply perfect, just as you are. Thanks for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you enjoy my podcast, share it because sharing is caring. Stay tuned for more. Thanks for stopping by.